Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Fill her up. You're listening to the Gas Digital Network. Yeah, I know. Because I can't get right. This is cutthroat. This burns as words pop from a snub nose. This curt meant skirt and I give a fuck mode. Because I can't get right. Because I can't get right. Yeah. All right, this can't get right uh, with me, Kurt Metzger, and uh, my old friend Andy Curtin, who I did his uh, China China comedy tour, Kung Fu Comedy, which um, I guess is, if you're American, that's a racist name. <laughs> I heard that from a few people, but only in America and only from white people. You know that, the funnest part, like, one of the funniest things of China is how much you realize you don't know shit about China based on any Asians you've known <laughs> in like America or, um, cause I, I, well, I was, I bring this up a lot of people are like, you, you should probably do more like race jokes. <laughs> I have like a lot of race jokes. Yeah. I it's funny you know. how like sensitive to race people are. Like I came back to Australia and I'm sort of seeing that now. And without judging that, I'm just saying that, like, they don't have any of that sensitivity over there. Yeah. Well, also in China, they got, um, there's like no chance of you're not becoming Chinese. So, like, they don't have to deal with the little nuances and shit you would have of like an immigrant society, right? Like, they're not, you, 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 you're an expat. You, oh, because that was, by the way, somebody out, well, if they're, if they're white, they're immigrants. <laughs> they're not an immigrant. Like, no, they're, they oh, no, they're, if they're white, they're expats, and if they're yeah. you know brown, they're immigrants. Yeah, yeah. I mean, definitely. I think a difference is that expats tend not to be a, a permanent move. I don't know if that's an aspect to it, but but certainly you could become thing, a Chinese I, citizen. Is that you my, can, my, I mean, oh. you know, maybe like one guy has done it. You know, what if you got what if you got the surgery? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> On on the to, on your vagina to make it the other direction. <laughs> yeah, to make it. <laughs> <to make your, laughs> um, the uh, no, but what what is interesting to me is like people don't realize this, but there are different ethnicities in China. But ninety three percent of Chinese people are the same ethnicity. Like you talk right, about Han. Like a, Han is the main Han Chinese. Yeah, and is then there, in, is there a rivalry in that? which you might have told me when I was there, like with like, I'm Han Chinese and somebody else is a different kind of, I mean, what else is there besides Han? Uh, there are officially 56 different ethnic groups in the remaining 7%. And, and actually they've just clumped them together. There's probably more like hundreds. No kidding. Yeah. That's and how we do. Them, wow. Some of them, if you met them, they're East Asian. So like you couldn't, it's difficult to, visually identify them as not being Han, although some people can, you know, if, if they have yeah, a more what, prom, prominent right. look or, you know, uh, that group. And then others like the Uyghurs, they, they are Turkish in their genealogy. So yeah, they don't right. look Chinese at all. 
And it's um, weird because you can meet people and you're like, well, that's a Chinese guy. And he's like full on, with, you know, he looks like an Eastern European. Well, yeah. Isn't your wife like ru- like Russian, but like looks Asian? I thought it was Asian until you told me she was Russian. But you no, told she, me that- she's Asian. She's uh, half. So her dad was born in, her parents were born in the USSR, right? And, but her, her dad was born in what is now Uzbekistan and he's ethnically Korean. And her mom is from Kyrgyzstan, which was USSR. Right. So there she's like, the mom is like Central Asian and the dad is like ethnically East Asian. No, that's all those kind of countries where it like goes from uh, Genghis Khan to, <laughs> to right. Like there's like a whole link of stands. Yeah. yeah. And I don't think there's a bunch of Russians that are very Asian looking like that are not. That's right. You told me that. Would you say like, didn't you tell you, say your wife's dad was some kind of veteran from uh, North Korea. They ended up there or some crazy thing. Like, well, the story is that, that the so Uzbekistan, which is quite central is actually has massive Korean populations because during the first world war, there was only one Korea. There was no North and South Korea. There was just Korea. Right. And it was controlled by the Japanese. So Stalin was kind of afraid of the Koreans around the border because he thought they would fight for the Japanese. Mm-hmm. So he just picked them all up and put them on trains and shipped them off into. You know, <laughs> yeah, that's why I didn't even know that. I, yeah, I so there's that. like all these weird cuisines. That's like Korean cuisine out of Uzbekistan, like dishes that come out of there. It's it's really interesting, but yeah, it's a total. If you if you're if you've been to that region, it's obvious. But people yeah. are still shocked you know, when they find out there are Asians from Russia, but like the whole East of Russia, the, the, you know, whatever local people are Asian there. Yeah. Turner told me, uh, he was talking about doing comedy, speaking Mandarin, doing stand up when he got back to the States. Yeah. And, um, and his wife's Chinese, I think. Right. That's right. Yeah. She's from Suzhou. Yeah. And so, Two of these hipsters went to um, sorry, complaining to her they didn't feel comfortable with his racist, <laughs> like you know, because wow. it just sounds right. Ra- if you speak it well, it sounds racist. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, I've heard, yeah. I mean, over the years, I've in really more recent years, I've heard every iteration of like people saying that learning an Asian language is racist. Yeah, where I, I heard that too. My girlfriend had never heard, she was, you know, a lot of people. Let's say pay attention to it. Like think of what? Nobody's saying that. Like, <laughs> like you have to hear it some or read it to believe it, or people just don't register it. And, to, and then like, but there's always one where you're like, what the fuck? And that one is such an obvious, like <laughs> it's it's uh yeah, is it a form of power to be able to communicate <laughs> with it's funny, you know, the, the power thing is funny because like I I had this idea that I I, I don't know if I did, did it on stage, but like that, you know, China's obsessed with their own ascent, right? And it's like well, they had that hundred years of shame or something. It's called right? it years of humiliation. Yeah. So they're but they're obsessed with like measuring their success. And I'm like, what 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 better metric is it that it is no longer racist to talk shit about them? Like that means they're powerful. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like that's well, the, they're well, like we're dominant now because it's no longer racist to talk shit about us. <laughs> um. Yeah. Well it's a abc thing man like it, the oh, this is like real uh you know their college i'm sure their higher education is not turning out like a ruling class with the kind of gibberish that you like because then there becomes an element of trying to outdo each other once you've like i don't know if you've i have a friend on all the time who does uh he watches tedx talks and like just comments on them and um 
it's great. It, I just ha- found it by accident looking through like YouTube's. And the thing is, he's some kind of nerd. I've never met him. He's some kind of nerdy guy that probably just wanted to learn something. And he, and so it's just him reacting to not learning anything. Like someone who would normally remember when Ted was like a thing smart. I mean, that was like the smart people thing to go to to, some, to listen to a Ted talk, right? Well, the, and also there's Ted X. He called it Ted Excellence. <laughs> I thought Ted X was just like the guys that couldn't get on the actual Ted talk. Well, that it makes like it some more sound man. like it's 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 really well, his way from him watching a ton of them. I've done it with him sometimes since then. A lot of it's marketing. So the very like Rob, the like the big Bill Gates of horseshit is like Robin D'Angelo, where she made white fragility and that phrase. She gave like a ten. So now you could see the people trying to. He does a bingo game because people are trying to market like their version of white fragility, like a thing that takes off. That's a catchphrase or like lean in. Doesn't all have to be, you know, some like lean in was one like. So they test market them there, and some people are smarter than others. And then TEDx is like the farm team. It's like a <laughs> franchise. Like you can get a TEDx name and put it on a thing. And yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's what I thought. I mean, I I I don't know anyone that's done a TED talk, but I know like fifteen people have done TEDx talks. <laughs> yeah. And let me tell you, they don't have anything <laughs> interesting to say. I was like. I don't know what the requirements yeah. are, but I think it's just to have a face is that's it. You can do a TEDx talk. Yeah. Well, then you can do like all these things, like anything but stand up people. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I saw one on Lizzo gave a TEDx talk and like how having a fat ass saved her. Fun. I, it was it was fat gibberish what it was, but it was, <laughs> they were like, you know, now they, they've moved full into like, I don't even know, I like get Oprah. It's like, it's almost like Oprah spiritual to be like, oh, it's a fat woman talk about how her journey through fatness and now she's fat. Like <laughs> these like, you know, long journeys where they are right where they began <laughs> and then they've learned it's yeah. great. It was already yeah. great. <laughs> but the talk finishes before the, the diabetes diagnosis. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, yeah. So, I mean, I'm sure in China, they're, they're not going to have like cards that say, don't weigh me for the doctor. You see that you buy don't weigh me cards. Oh, really? <laughs> see, that's what I'm talking about. Everybody's like, what? <laughs> I mean, but the thing is, you know what's kind of messed up about it's, that? It's, a, it's, it's commerce. There's someone selling it. So, you know, it is like, oh, what is it? I can't fucking stand saying the, the woke word, but it, it, there's that. That's the outer bullshit layer. But the main bullshit is some asshole makes these cards and they sell them and then they go to the press and our press is nothing but shills here. So it's they're like, marketing. yeah, so they market it and then I don't know what, you know, Ashley Madison was like a fraud, except for, I guess, Hunter Biden was one of the few people who was getting laid on it. But remember, Ashley Madison turned out it was almost all dudes. <laughs> like very few women wanted to cheat on Ashley Madison, like almost. Oh, none. right. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, remember I think there that. were some, but they were like just huge pigs. <laughs> they had like a data breach on people cheating, right? Yeah. Hunter Biden was in it. That's why he got a divorce and or he was about to get a divorce. That's hilarious. I just watched something about it. he. That guy's a legend. He's amazing. And uh, uh, the guy from 19 and counting, you know, the quiver for the real religious people, the 20 kids, he was on it. That was a scandal for him. The, the, the kid that amazing. And, and I think I remember reading his profile. Oh, what the fuck's his name? The du- Josh Duggar, who's now in like deeper trouble for like feeling up, you know, his uh, hey. family incest titties. <laughs> like he, he hey. apparently had all kinds of weird shit. He, he uh, was accused of like, like of underage shit. Um, oh man later but back then he was on for that but if you were the profile it was it was almost like says like yeah i like so 
It's like I want some somebody who wants oral sex and to cuddle or something. <laughs> like that's so perfect. But I love that shit when the mask falls off. You know, and you're like, oh yeah, you're a piece of yeah, shit. Well, just the like mask fell off. Everybody thought you were. It masked full off and it was like lame. I mean, that one, not the underage thing from years later. Yeah. On that, it was like the most vanilla. I'm like, wow, that's how locked down that shit <laughs> yeah. is. I just want to blow. Lashing I don't out. Know, I'd like to try blow jobs. I heard <laughs> like, yeah. like that. They must be from a, that sodomy school of Christianity because Jehovah right. Witnesses had a thing. It never hit it big as like an official teaching, but it was a thing. And, and, um, they, and, and uh, you know, that counts as sodomy, like anything that's not in the exact hole. But a lot of people didn't go by that. They kind of had it where it's like it's kind of up to you. But that quiverful movement is a fertility cult. It's like a, they worship like their dad's dick. My friend Brooke was grew up in it. And her stories are crazy. So the, like and there's a rampant the dad doing weird shit with the daughters. That's who would it else would it appeal to? I love that. Like it's Easter Sunday morning here. This is the most perfect conversation for Easter. Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> well, just funny too. Like, uh, uh, um, it's all everybody does the same shit. Like, like everybody does the same shit, and then it's like, what do you make laws around? You know, like when I—that was the thing yeah. I noticed a lot about China was like, because the story I keep. This is why I was glad to uh, find uh, track you down because uh, I've been telling that story about. Especially now, when I was watching, you saw, saw the Shanghai uh, people oh, yeah. wailing. I'm all across that. Yeah, I got a lot of friends over there at the moment. Yeah, well, how? I mean, because I saw that, I was like, "That's a big deal." If people are doing that, like that, it's bad. It's just, I mean, the, the feedback I'm getting from a lot of friends is like, it feels like it could pop off at any minute over there. I mean, there's people protesting over there right now. Which now, is insane. That's what I mean. Like, like on Jimmy Dore's show, they were, we played it, and I was like, "That's wild, dude!" They don't like protest. Now, for, do you ever watch these guys? Uh, there's a guy named Serpenta and his friend. Uh, who's this other oh, guy? yeah, yeah, yeah. I know the guy. I know them. Uh, yeah, I was trying to get the one on my Winston, show. Winston is Serpenta. Oh, yeah, not Winston. Who's the other guy? Serpenta. I, I watch I, both of them, though. I, I, I know I'm, him, and I'm blanking on his name. He's so he, I don't know if you remember. Sea Milk or something? Sea Milk is, is, the, is his handle or whatever. Yeah, uh, I... So he's kind of buddies with the guys that we used to make the Mama Hoo Hoo videos with. We used to make these crazy viral videos in China. They were just like comedy videos. Yeah. But, but the, the the guys making the videos knew Seamil pretty well. Um, and what's funny is Serpenta and Seamil were so pro-China and then, you know, just a huge U-turn on, on their take on it. Well, what I gathered from watching this, I've watched a bunch of both of this because some they'll, they'll have like interesting shit on sometimes about like that viral video with like the weird punk rock looking. They've got a few good ones. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, mean, I just I like Depends yeah. is a dick. He's he's an idiot. No, I uh, wanted the other guy. I didn't want Spencer. <laughs> so yeah. I'm like, I'm fine with like, I was like, I, I didn't want the South African guy as much, but I would talk to him. I don't, nothing against him. Yeah, but, look, they, they definitely have a lot of insight, no doubt. Yeah, so. But, oh, you know, and this was Serpenza, I think, that said this, that I thought was an interesting thing, is, like, when you look, like, the polls of people, if they're happy with their government or not, like, it, they tend to not, if I'm not mangling this completely, what he said is, most of China tends to like, like, if they're asked if they like their main government, like Xi and all that, they'll say yes. But when they get mad, it's usually at, like, the local, the local government for various things that you wouldn't hear about because you're not in China. Well, I mean, I wouldn't. There's, there's. 
I think people don't realize that protests do actually happen in China. That's what I'm saying. But they happen over things where it doesn't really make world news. Uh, I I think that it's not that it doesn't make world news. It's that it's hard. It's because everything gets censored so quickly over there. It doesn't even get out, you know? Like it, yeah, that's why this was so mind blowing to me to see that whaling and and out of those buildings. Where I'm like, well, what's more mind blowing to me? I mean, that is, but but also, by the way, as far as I understand, that whaling video was fake. That's what I'm hearing from. No a lot of shit. Yeah, a lot uh, of that's why I wanted that, to talk to you because I'm like, it was so crazy. Wow, it was you know, I think it's maybe people. A lot of people are saying it's like it's been proven to be fake that video. Wow. That's why I was asking. This is what that dude, Max, and the other reporter always telling me about. We get so much not like fake shit here. It's crazy. Well, you know, I, I think you've got to, it's not just an American problem. You know, fake stuff is everywhere. And the problem with China is because you can't have any major credible sources. You're forced to watch a video that gets leaked out or whatever. And you have no real method of authentic, you know, authenticating that it's real or not. Yeah, okay, Aaron, Aaron. But it also Aaron. might not be real, you know? So you just well, have to take everything with a grain of salt. Well, that, but see, I'm sure their lockdowns suck. So I'm already inclined to but believe the lockdowns are real and the lockdowns are bad. I mean, I have a lot of friends that are there. There's, there's no question that yeah, that's great. struggling that, to get yeah. food. I know people that are there who have very sick people in their buildings who need cancer or, or, or diabetes medication and cannot get it. Uh, I know people that can't get food. I know uh, someone who, so that one of the problems is, is that you test positive and you get put in a fucking warehouse for however long. If you, if you eventually get out, people are getting back to their apartment buildings and the, the compound, the apartment buildings, they won't let them in. I know one guy had to sleep on the street for four days because he just got dumped at his apartment building. There's nothing going on in the street and he can't get inside. And this is like yeah, a wow. reasonably, I mean, I think he owns his apartment. He's like, you know, a middle-class guy. God, it's so fucking crazy to think. This is why I want to ask you about it, because that's the kind of shit I want to know. Because that's what, you, I don't know, you never hear that. Like, 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 it's a terrible thing. And also there's fake videos coming out at the same time. So I would many be of them are real, though. Or, or many. There, I've seen the warehouse ones and I was like, okay, that looks like, cause I mean, like, I, yeah. I know people who are on Instagram in there filming around being like, this is where I am right now. Yeah. Right. And so there, there's enough of the footage to be like, I don't think there's any, I don't think China's trying to deny that those places exist or what they look like. Um, right. Another crazy story is like, they have evicted an entire set of apartment buildings, just taken the people out of their own houses because they want to convert that apartment building into like a quarantine facility. So people wow. can just get pulled out of their own houses so that they wow. can. Wow. It's like the downside of having the power to make a great monorail. <laughs> they also have the power to do that. Right. You know, I mean, it's hard to like, I don't know. It's you sit there and it, I, I think most people just who who aren't tankies want to see the CCP lose their ability to behave like this. Um, well, I can't believe how terrible. much we, you know, the, it's amazing to me the level of where like um, people could say like China's the enemy or not all they want, but like they got 
like we're so in bed with China on every level of everything in bit. Like, of course they're not gonna. <laughs> of course Disney's oh. gonna take the, edit the gays out and the blacks to send a movie to China. Like, why wouldn't they? And I, like, yeah. I would even yeah. blame China. Like, if on the CCP, I'm like, yeah, the other greedy people do literally do anything for money, and like we do. Like, when you know when the Wuhan uh, lab leak theory that very obviously got suppressed here by the press in like a bizarre way where, you know, I mean, I'm not the first to point this out where like, it's racist to say that it could be from the lab. It's, it's less racist to say they eat bat, bat shit. And and it doesn't make any sense. Like, you don't have to be bright to be like, that doesn't add up on any level. But the thing that did surprise me, like, Oh, of course we funded a guy who funded a guy who like outsources it to China and like, like somebody probably wanted to do that research too, but a big part of it is us like outsourcing the guy, like, don't worry, I got this covered. And then typical, like classic Chinese, like, I don't know that. I think people imagine a lot of this shit is like directly from Xi or something, but at every level, this is what I'm wondering is like, if if it's going so bad in Shanghai, do you think it's like how, how high up in the government is it where like, we got to suppress this before it gets, uh, you know, cause is it, aren't they in like deep shit if they like, does that top down thing kind of make these weird situations like that? Like where I, so there's a, you, you're touching on a couple of different things. And uh, like first, first point, I think you were kind of getting at is, is Xi Jinping really the decision maker? And, and the, the, the answer is that he has a, an insane amount of control over issues and, and he's, whole thing is that they call him the chairman of everything. So he basically right. removed this idea of any separation of powers and has put him in charge of anything. And so if anything is, if you know about anything, he knows about it. You, right. There's no insight that we have about China that wouldn't be covered off by him. Right. right? Like to, to say that he doesn't know what's going on in Shanghai, he's making the decisions in Shanghai. He, they've sent down. So the, actually the, but another thing you touched on is oh, yeah, are yeah. people lower down trying to hide things? Yes, Absolutely. That's what I, yes. Yeah. And so like in Wuhan, uh, the generally, you know, held consensus is that the local authorities did try to cover it up before Beijing really got a handle on it. And that allowed it to get to a certain level when it might've been stopped. Yeah, for sure. But, you know, you're talking about stuff happening at a time when it's unknown. But once it starts to become known, it's like Xi Jinping's not missing the memo, <laughs> you know? Oh, yeah. Like, no, I, 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 that's you kind of I, I was like jumbled trying to put down. But what you just said, the it's like the drawback of the guy who there's nothing that he's not going to find out about is then you have these people below you. They have to lie to you all, you know, like, yeah. So, so wait, out, you'll I don't want to lose your job, you know? Yeah. And 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 so these problems like it all like I mean, it's not like it doesn't work that way here to a degree, too. But they're like, I, I was thinking when you were telling me about how you like when I came out there, I guess comedy or something was banned or, because a bar was jealous that stand up was doing well. And yeah. then you tell me you got to go to the local. Explain that story again about. So it got banned and you, you had contacts with the officials. Were, all right, go ahead. You, you, you explain it. There's a couple of things and, and, the, and, the, and the banning, I mean, that was kind of the tip of the iceberg at that point. I mean, you kind of came as it was starting to happen and then it just got worse and worse and worse. But actually what happened was 
you know, a big thing in China throughout at least the history of modern China, and I think even longer than that, is this idea of just people reporting on each other. Um, it's it's just such a common feature of of and the government's kind of played into that feature and set up ways to allow people to report on each other. And and uh, we were doing shows in Suzhou and one bar reported on the other bar for having a band that didn't have a license or whatever and just threw them under the bus with the Cultural Bureau. And that shit happens all the time. You know, it's really common. So we had James Adomian out there and Turner and I in the, in the back of a sh- show in Sujo. We've been doing shows every years and years and years and years and, you know, someone's filming. And I go to stop him and Turner's like, I think they might be government. Um and, you know, we've had government guys come through, had government guys trying to write down jokes, which is hilarious. Um, wow. You know, just dude, dude in the front row just pulls out a notepad and starts, like, jotting down the comedian saying. It sounds like uh, the old Lenny Bruce where, like, the cops would jot down his jokes for his court case. Like, I love that. You know, this the, this, the story about him was he was in court. Yeah. And, and the judge said, <laughs> you say this? And he said, you're not like that. You know? <laughs> yeah, right. Like when I said it was funny, you know, it was like a room full of people laughing. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. It's the ultimate out of context, uh, you know, but, but, uh, yeah, that so, is yeah so we had a dome in and, uh, a long story short, you know, he was, because we were in this process of trying to get them, China was opening up, you know, the, the laws were changing where we were dealing with the culture bureau. We're trying to get them to create licensing specific to what we were doing because the licensing available was just for like music and like big events, music. It just didn't make sense. You had to get scripts approved and translated and all this stuff. It was just an impossible, you, you either don't have stand up or you change your system situation. Yeah. Right. And they knew about us and they, you know, they were like, yeah, okay. You just do, do, do your thing. And uh, they would come through every now and then and it was okay. Um, but you know, in places like China and Russia, what they will often do is have these laws that are, you can't do anything under the laws, but then they don't enforce them. And right. so, so people, the economy kind of develops in a direction. And then when they decide that they want to start enforcing the laws and it's sort of like, well, this wasn't about the law, was it? Cause yeah. you were happy to let this thing happen. Is that intentional out of the gate? Like we're going to make it a law. Yeah, absolutely. Feel, well, you, if we you, feel you, like, like it, I've yeah. got you by the balls because I can just right. grab you and apply this thing whenever I want. And, and, and in fact, if you really get into it, the concept of the rule of law is that the law applies equally at all times to all people. And if you right. don't have that, you really don't have a legal system at all. Right. You just have, you know, arbitrary people just saying, I'm going to do what I feel like doing I today. Mean, if that's the case, then who has a legal system? If everybody well, it, needs to be treated fairly, <laughs> like can we call ideology, it a- right? Like, yeah, right, right. It doesn't mean that you have it, but you at least aspire to it. And it's a general, no, that's an important, that, that's a very important, Distinct. In fact, I knew that, but I like didn't think because, especially now that that, that is open at like, you know, we had a vote in California to like they wanted to get rid of the equality thing in the state constitution that you had to treat people equal. They wanted to get rid of that, and it failed overwhelmingly. And all these people were predicting that it was going to succeed, but people like that's a shitty thing. Like that that can backfire. It's it's all you know. You can use it if you to your advantage until it's then used on you, and it just goes on like that. Yeah. I, uh, that's the thing that's amazing to me is, is uh, I just forgot about that. You're supposed to be equal application of people at all times. To all people. To all people. Yeah. And so, 
I guess the counter argument would be, well, it's not a plot. So you say it's ideology. I get your point. You, you know, it's what you're striving I mean, you're for. You're going to have a perfect legal system, but you know, to use a basic analogy is if you said in your own household, okay, we're all going to be nice to each other. Right. And you're not always nice to each other, but you, you, your goal is to be nice to each other. Right. Like you, it, it is a theme of how you interact. Yeah. Right. right? So- it's like not having that. And you're like, we're just going to be terrible to each other. And we have no aspirations to be anything different. Like that's the difference between these two scenarios. I'd say, yeah. That, uh, that's a good way to put it. I, I I'm shocked at, um, the amount of, uh, cause if you think about China being like that, like a culture of like snitching, like our intent is to like, we want to have this thing set up. So you're pitted again. Like we have our own version of pitting people against each other here. It's yeah, interesting absolutely. what, what laws yeah. somebody makes to do that and how intentional, like I thought if China was fascinating, like that kind of like planning ahead, you know, like the, just like these like power moves. And yeah. When you were explaining to me about the club, cause you got snitched on and then, I think you told me they were like, we know you're not spreading any communist propaganda, but you just can't do it because someone reported you. Yeah. So what happened was uh, to just finish that story. So basically a a domain was there and, you know, they shot everything down and we were like, a domain never hit the stage, but they were like, this guy's doing stand up." We're like, no, he's not. And he's like faces on posters, like all over the venue kind of thing. And they're like, charging money we're like we're not charging money it's like this post has a price on it like <laughs> we're just these guys are going anywhere right <laughs> there's just no chance of this and i'm we're just lying like you know we'll see how far we can get through this but but the piece of advice that i got uh from a friend i have who works in government policy there he's like don't hide from them they already know who you are and everything about you. If you hide from them, they'll you'll give them a reason not to be nice in how they make this play out. Mm-hmm. Uh, but be open, be be available, give them what they ask for. Don't fuck around. So I do that. You know, we hand the passports over. We tell them, add them on. We added them on WeChat. Like how funny is that? Like government officials roll in with their badges and shut everything down. And all that happened at the end of the night was they added me on WeChat on social media. Wow, I don't know if that's like a, a lighthearted thing in that story or like a dark no, 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 future that's not social the end of it. <laughs> that's just what happened that night. Well, right. here, like, we just want you to, like, think of that. Like, that is good enough. Yeah, to yeah have just want you to add me on Facebook. Like, that stuff that the police have raided you. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, for, but I feel like that's a good, it's just what a tool that shit is where they feel comfortable. Well, yeah, well, your fucking electronic connection. Yeah, to once it. I've got this, I can I can access you easily. And, you, and, and so what happened was, uh, maybe a week later or something, I get a message from him saying, Hey, we want you to come in to the, to the bureau in Sujo. And I don't live in Sujo. And I was like, yeah, uh, I'm not in your city. So I'm, I, I'm, I can't come in. And the guy wow. says, well, if you don't uh, by tomorrow at the latest, we will hand your part. We'll hand your details, details over the entry exit bureau and you'll be out of this country straight away. So I was like, okay, I'll come. (laughs) (laughs) And I go in there and I did, I, I, you know, I speak Chinese and I, I made an effort to, you know, they were very nice. They fucking brought me in. They gave me tea and they were like, you know, don't do this anymore. We don't want, we don't want this anymore. Um, 
And I mean, that was it, but, but we died in that one city. Cause the other thing is, is like, you can have a national problem or you can have a local problem. Wait, which city, a, which city, Suzhou? I was in Suzhou. Yeah. That's the so first like, one I did with Suzhou. I mean, Suzhou, if, you Hongzhou. About, if you knew, no, 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 we'd never do Suzhou before Hangzhou. You probably did either. I know I did Suzhou. Probably did Chengdu. No, I swear to God, I did Suzhou. That's like the one that I remember. If you did Suzhou, it wouldn't have been on a Tuesday. It might have been on a, it would, we usually do it on a Thursday because it's next to Shanghai. Oh. Shanghai is oh, Friday, right. Saturday. I did it before Shanghai. That's right. Yeah. Let me see. I could actually look it up. Um, Kurt Metzger Suzhou. Here we go. Oh, it's been, I feel like I haven't gave, given a, a shout out to these uh, good friends of the show. Yo, Kratom in a long time. So let me take a quick break to do it yo kratom do you enjoy kratom i very famous i wouldn't say famously that's wrong but i i very publicly enjoy kratom and i have found it uh to be pretty great and i'm over the age of 21 so you better be too otherwise no one's talking to you so don't make it into a whole thing but if you do enjoy kratom check out yo kratom.com our longest running sponsor here at can't get right they've got a great selection of kratom they got a kilo of it for $60, which, I mean, this just sounds crazy, a kilo, to get it by the kilo, and it's 60 bucks. I mean, it's legal, so I guess that's why you can get it at a great price like that, but you ain't going to find a price like that at a cigar store, I'll tell you that. They got a variety of strains. I prefer white mangda, as I always say, but uh, the uh, the uh, green's not bad either, and then uh, red's, a lot of people like red. I'm, I'm into a white. But go check out the website, yokratum.com. They got tons of great Kratom. Go right now. Get yourself a $60 kilo and tell them Kurt Metzger from Can't Get Right sent you. Yokratum.com. All right, back to the show. Oh, I'm not getting anything for Sujo. Really? Do we do they cancel Sujo? I was Hong, I remember Hongju Sujo, and I couldn't remember how to say Hongju. I'm trying and to I remember to say get your tour poster from somewhere. So it's all on the internet somewhere. Anyway, mate, I'll figure it out another time. But whatever. there's three. I remember there's three. Yeah, yeah. We definitely we probably took you out to Chengdu, maybe Hangzhou, maybe Wuxi. There wasn't um, yeah, anyway, whatever. I, it, it's also like we also did a bunch of illegal shit. So we might have just taken you there, even though we'd already been Yeah, no, I was on some seat. It was you were telling me at the time it was on um like some kind of list to even come in, like some e- email list. It sounded like not. Oh, you know what? I think you're right. I think, I think there was a phase where we were doing shows, but only with people that we know. Yeah, that's what. And and yeah, I no, just, I think uh, you're right. So basically, we, we, it, there was no marketing. It was all like no ticketing link or yeah, anything. Right. They were just sending us money on WeChat. Yeah, no, I think you're right. Yeah, I've got such a bad memory, um, but that actually rings the bell now. Well, you, I think that gig was the one, there was some Irish guy who kept going, talk about Trump, <laughs> like over and over. Oh my God, yeah. Some drunk dude. And then after I got off and I was talking, he was just, he was just shit-faced. I, and he goes, you know, this is before Trump got in. He was like, but don't you think you have a responsibility to talk about Trump? By the way, I had done Oh, like, my God. I think I did like three Trump jokes, by the way. He's just drunk and didn't hear them. Or they weren't like, it was like, no, like a, a responsibility. Like, it's unreal, the the presumption of people. Like, I've decided, you've heard somebody say, 
I wonder what like the Chinese version of this is, but I was watching somebody like Brian Stelter, you know, fucking egg shaped dude on CNN that he's like the punching bag of CNN. He's awful. And he, uh, he looks like divine out of drag. If you remember divine. Oh yeah. 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 Like, oh, and he's such like a fucking full of shit little dude. And so people call him out on it all the time. There's always like clips of him getting like, and so, and so he had, this guy wasn't trying to insult him as some guy from Yale doing a study on partisanship in which by the way you need a study to figure that out <laughs> and hilarious was, and surprise it found out a lot of people who prefer volumes will stick watching that and then the cnn people so then bryce Dilley goes yeah we've been saying this about fox news for and he goes and the guy wasn't trying to he's just a nerd scientist who's like well actually you know it, they both do engage in the the guy was even trying to like come his way everybody's like well he goes somebody it sounds like both siderism because you ever hear somebody say both side oh reason? Yeah, no, but I get it. It's a right. common in U.S. fucking press thing. I, that and what about is the two biggest moron phrases I've ever heard. Well, I got to pull you up on that one because what about is is a huge problem in China and, and Russia as well, because it's their deflection strategy for taking responsibility for fucking and, and what about is you know what? Uh, it's the, I have a problem with the buzz phrase of it because of how it, or what about her I've heard, which sounds like a place in the mall where you buy, where you buy like, <laughs> yeah. I got it, the what about her but the, that's where okay. you're actually going to the strippers. It, I can see, okay, but the idea behind what about is, I, mean, I fucking hate that term, is I get that part because it's like, hey, we're, um, a deflection by finding something bad that somebody else has done, as if you could yes. be charged with murder and your defense would be right. other people have murdered. So what we do here, what I, what I see people do in America, because I, I got to argue with friends about it. And I like, I, I like there's nothing America is going to get involved in that I'm uh, uh, now in any kind of, after the last goddamn 20 years, where I'm going to get emotional about, for example, Ukraine, like, which like kind of cured COVID. So credit, <laughs> credit for that. Yeah. Uh, the Like. I don't know anything really about Ukraine. I mean, from now, from looking shit up on it, but for people to get them worked up over it, I'm like, shut the fuck. How do you even have this kind of righteous indignation? And then they say things like, well, you can't invade a smaller country. I'm like, are you kidding me? You can't do that. No shit. Yeah. It sounds bad. And so the burden of the powerful entity there is the difference to me. Like if I'm in China, if you know, let's say I'm in, uh, uh, it's just like somebody calling the pot, calling the kettle black, but different, uh, going different ways. And, the deflection is uh, uh, it's deflecting shit you did. Like, uh, I don't give a shit about Putin. I'm sure he sucks. I'm not deflecting for Putin. I'm, <laughs> I don't have any connection to him. Do you know what I mean? When I, I these guys are like, well, that's what about is him. But, but Putin uses that strategy. Like, Putin, yeah, I'm sure he does. Thing, Wait, uses it. Which Chinese one? people use it. The, of the, accusing you of it or? No, no, no. Of saying, but look what America's doing. Yeah, that's, that's what. Uh, I mean, literally America does, but then it gets like reversed. I don't know, somehow, but depending on how it suits someone, you know, right. like if you're a murder and you accuse someone of murder, it's the same thing. Like this is more like um, you're a murderer and there's another guy who's a murderer and you keep telling me that this guy's a murderer. And I'm like, yeah, but you're a murderer. Like I'm not a murderer. So that <laughs> I'm not what about it because I didn't murder anyone. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. But the problem is, is that the U S is not a person. Right. And the fact that it's done things in the past shouldn't preclude the world 
from like I'm not American, right? No, not in the past. Listen, I would I would say, hey, let's all get past it, Tihi. The the shit they do now is crazy. And what's scary, and this is just shit I didn't know about. And I think we talked about it in the car, I think, with you when I when I first um got there. I I seem to remember talking about this too, but you, you know, got a good I, memory, by the way. I wish I had your memory. I, can't. I, I, I can't tell you how much pot I smoke and it, and it won't like I can't kill it. I feel like my, <laughs> I yeah, keep trying to kill it I, and it just stays like. So that's the thing. I'm not. It's like particularly smart. Like I just remember so many little things. And then I've noticed things from years ago, like, oh, so yeah. it's amazing shit. Like it'll dawn on me. And then what scares me is, especially here shit is set up where you're like supposed to forget about a thing. You were just, it was the thing you cared about most in the world five minutes ago. Yeah, sure. And then yeah. you're supposed to forget. So for example, I find this disturbing. People just forget about, it. but when the vaccines came out or when it started to come out, cause Trump had warp operation warp speed. Okay. And, and articles are coming out. Like, let's not be too hasty rushing a vac. Cause he was making it. All yeah. the regular news, like your Joanne reads and your whatever, were like, I'm not. They sounded like fucking anti-vaxxers. It was unbelievable. And then after it came out, they're like, how could you even think? Now, by the way, I got it right away. I, I'm not a guy who's generally allergic to vaccines. I'm probably fine. Some people, though, literally can't take them medically. It's a small amount of people. And so there's always this societal thing of like, well, fuck you. Take it anyway. We're all there's a pledge of allegiance now. We're all doing it like, yeah, we're going to crack down on. And then it became beyond all logic. Like I got the two shots and then I wasn't like, I don't care if you're vaccinated or not. I thought I'm going to live. Like, why would it matter to me? It sounds like the people who are going to be damaged by this are unvaccinated people. Like, like, so that didn't never add it up. And I would ask, I'm like, well, why do you care? It's like a circle. And they go, well, it slows the spread Which, by the way, did it. Uh, but so that's not an answer to the question. Why it's okay. It slows the spread. That just means like, you're trying to be encouraging by like condemning these people. <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand the, the, uh, so it wasn't about that. It, it became about another thing. And, and there's like this thing to oversimplify everyone. I think it's to make it easier to like keep track of. So you're I mean, be- and the oversimplification thing, it's like, yeah, man, this, there's just difficult things to understand. It's like, well, I think it's our own nature to try to simplify concepts. And that's one of the problems is, is like it, it, getting back to this point about what about it's like, we want to think of the U S as this singular entity that is making decisions and taking responsibility. And it's, it's just a far more complex idea than that. And, and, and you, you could say, all right, but we want to hold it accountable like that. But the other side to that coin is okay. But then we live in a world where we can't condemn any action that someone can't point to somebody else that's already done the same thing. And as an, as an Australian, as a non-American, I don't fucking care if America's done something bad. That does not prevent me from saying that the Chinese government- Oh, you know, you know I, I, I'm glad you said that. Hong Kong. Um, I'm not saying, because I was on this other podcast, arguing with them, like, because I, I don't care that America did something bad. What I'm not going to engage in is where I'm personally like, I can't believe some like, the, yeah, the, being a hypocrite is a thing yeah, that you, bugs me. People, I think a good point you're kind of sneaking into, maybe inadvertently, is that the the lay of the land does change. And, and like a good example of that, I think was like there was a point at which, I guess, let's say, for the sake of argument, that conservative people 
Uh, some of them were saying maybe we should just let the virus in. Maybe we should just let it rage. And I think Boris Johnson did say that. And people were like, that is an unheard of suggestion. And now we realize it was totally inevitable. And want to hear something scary? I knew that shit uh, to all the people they told you you're not allowed to listen to, like that Malone that they banned off of. This is my favorite. Like, well, you're not a son. You're, what are you, a doctor? The guy who's a doctor, he said all this shit. The science didn't change. It was the same shit back then. And I remember it. And he go, you can't vaccinate your way out. You're going to have, I, I work on Jimmy Dore show. He got injured by Now I got, I didn't get the fucking Johnson or whatever the fuck he got. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. It's so great. There's three of them and we know some are better than others. It's but he hilarious. got fucking sick from it. And he got, uh, cause people got long COVID that chick that collapsed, Heather McDonald. Did you see her from, uh, no, I didn't say that. And she fuck it, you couldn't have written. The audience is laughing when she falls because it looked like she was doing physical comedy. She wait, goes, this is the comedian? Yeah, we you get that video? Oh, wait, he might be gone. No, he's um, gone. Yeah, she Heather McDonald. I can't pop it up, but I played it out here before. It's unbelievable. She goes, she goes, I got, two, she, you know, she got like the three shots and, and I got, and I got a shingle of the vaccine. I went every, she's on my whatever. Jesus loves me. And then she fucking goes, she does like a cha-cha to the side. Oh, I'm saying it now. Faints on stage. I don't know if I can share no, my video. Can't. No, he, it's got to be his, but he's on. Um, I think I can share screen. Yeah, really? I can share screen. Oh, yeah. I, I don't know anything about Ukraine out. or computers. Here we go. Yo, watch this. So th- here's what's eerie. Now, I knew she was <laughs> fucked up. So I had, it's I had get a stand up for you. I got it didn't make me laugh when I saw it because I, I saw it knowing she got fucked up. So the sound is like sickening to me, but the audience is laughing because you, you, you couldn't, it looks like she intended to do this. All right. Turn it all the way up. All right. I got volume. All right. You ready? Oh yeah. Brag. I don't care, but I want you to know double vaxxed booster flu shot. And I'm going to be honest. I have the shingle shot too. And I still get my period. What? Yes. Traveled, went to Mexico twice, did shows, meet and greets, never got COVID. Clearly, Jesus loves me the most. Seriously. So nice. So nice. Uh Oh, bro. That's a big fall. Dude, so she fractured her skull on that fucking mic stand. No. So guess what? That was the thing happening to people getting the booster. Like, you know how they say now we're going to say space them apart longer. We weren't sure before they've quietly spaced the vaccine doses out since then. The thing that's crazy is you don't have to read fringe okay. information. Most people don't even pay attention to the official sources, what they say. And if you do, that, that was recent. That was Feb. Yeah. This year. Okay. Then there's an interview with her and Dr. Drew where she's asking Dr. Drew, have you heard like about anything like this happening? And he goes, he goes, yeah, after three week mark with the booster. So two people from the FDA resigned when they approved the boosters for under 65. See, it's all playing odds. So over 65, they were like, yeah, get a booster. They, they pushed it through for everyone suddenly. And the two heads of that department resigned in protest, which was news. I guess not that big of news, but that didn't sit well with me. Yeah. Uh, And then, so she has a doctor who's like, yeah, in the three week mark, some people get this. That's when you all the myocardial, uh, you know, enlarged heart and the uh, people faint and shit. And like, yeah, 
Dr. Drew goes, my friend, uh, he can't walk across the room now because he got Bell's palsy or something from it. And, from uh, the vaccine. The boot. Well, it was the booster. Again, it's a small amount of people, but they're giving, this is a thing that it's like they rush this. So they don't know. Normally there'd be a lot more time. Oh, so here's how I found this out. This is crazy, by the way, because everybody brings up polio. I had a polio shot, right? And I'm sure in the eighties and I had never got polio. And uh, so it worked fine for me. You know, when people started being like, I don't trust vaccines, there's a historical reason. Yeah, I know the polio story. Yeah, Yeah. Well, I found out because I was reading an article from before the election where Trump was like, we're going to have a terrific vaccine. And somebody, so somebody who was against Trump, obviously, and they're like, we need to have caution. You know, here's how vaccine, vaccine hasn't seen. So this wasn't fringe. This was the regular media writing this. And, it, and so I guess, I don't know, some crazy amount of kids got polio from it. Not because vaccine is bad or it doesn't work because the corporation who made it accidentally left live or in, put the, in the process where you're supposed to kill the virus we put in, they were putting live viruses into it. So the first batch wasn't so great, even though by the time I had it, it was all the kinks had been worked out. So, of course, I was fine. Hey, let's talk about our new sponsor, MyPod.com. I don't know if you use vape, uh, the nicotine, rather than smoke it. Certainly smells better than if you smoke it. I can tell you that. But if you're over the age of 21 and you do, why don't you check out MyPod.com? They got great pull, which is very important. If you do vape, you know that. That's the reason people stay with cigarettes because they want those throat hits. That's how I've heard it been put. They got great flavors, and the devices have a nice feel to them, I must say. Uh, uh, the comfort of sucking a nicotine thumb is how I would describe it. It's a lot of a world fixation to me. And over the years, I've just been putting longer and fatter and rounder objects into my mouth. It's nice to have a smaller one once in a while. That's all I'm trying to say. So for all you vapors out there, I want to tell you about the products at MyPod.com because if you do use vapes, you're going to love them. The new MyPod 2.0 is the best refillable vape on the market today. Vapors can refill with any vape juice flavor they prefer. I mean, pretty much any of them do that. But the design is like you're smoking out of a little iPod MyPod has a wide variety of disposable vapes available on mymypod.com, my, including top-selling brands like Vaporlax, Draco, Hyde, and Airbar. I think fans of disposables will be particularly into the new Draco disposable vape, which lasts for 6,500 puffs. Really? 6,500 puffs? All right. Uh, for those of you that like flavors, MyPod, which like, what do, you, what do you mean, those of you like flavors? That's why I, I get like a pineapple flavor, okay? Those aren't for children, those flavors. I know they say they're for children. They're for me. I like a nice fruity breakfast cereal flavor. Lastly, MyPod has fast shipping with most orders shipping out the same day. So if you vape or used to smoke and vape, you'll love MyPod. And please support the sponsor that supports our show by going to MyPodMIPOD.com and use promo code KURT, that's my name, K-U-R-T, and get 20% off. Once again, that's mypod.com, promo code Kurt, and get 20% off. Now let's get back to the show. So yeah. that took, what is that, like 1912 or something? Whenever the fuck that came out, that's a lot of time to get that quite right. So the people, like I just watched Ronnie Cheng's Netflix, his new one. His first one, by the way, was great. I, I thought it was funny shit. I turned off his second one. It, it made me like angry. I was like, Jesus, fuck. 
Cause I can't fucking stand watching like somebody do the, like you're st- first of all, he did, he's very vague. He goes, just do that thing. Just do the science and let the nerds control. Like, like in China, we want that. Nah, he goes like, he's not specific enough. So he hasn't done any research himself. And I love his thing. Like, I don't know anything. So that means you don't know anything. No motherfucker. I just have ba- Let's, I don't even need to know anything. I just remember shit that happened five minutes ago. And then I go, that doesn't add up. So, so he doing the, the I, I saw Aziz do this, the stupid fucking, uh, I hadn't seen him a while too. I was like, Hey, I was actually like happy to see him when I saw him. I was like, my, I'd hurt my back. I think he thought I was crippled now. It, like, we got to say, he's like, geez, I haven't seen Card in a while and his back's bent over. And like, I think he thought I was like permanently, I was fucked up. My back was, anyway, he does a whole thing about Aaron Rodgers, the football player. Remember he, because by the way, oh, it turns out natural immunity uh, does work. That's weird. I, my whole life, I heard that was a thing. Then all of a sudden, like, no, it's, I'm sick of hearing about it. Now they're like, oh, in, in hindsight, <laughs> the best booster is one shot and having COVID once. That's the best protection you can get. That's weird. Everybody else was like, Shush. so it wasn't about anything science. This is what bugs me is, is anybody tells me they believe in science. I'm like, go find Jesus. Cause you're not supposed to believe in it. You're supposed to, it's a, it's analysis and shit. I'm sure lots of people are stupid. I don't care about that. I, I went, Oh, okay. I'll get these two shots. Cause my odds are good. And then I don't give a fuck what anybody did. Why are you worried about what everybody else fucking did? If it works. And then this, I only found out from this. is why I'm such a fucking pothead now. Cause I can either le- learn new things or, stop smoking pot. I, I can't do both. It's too late. <laughs> um, the, the, they just want a court case. These doctors yell to, to get the, the data on the vaccines. They don't have to, they don't have to be public with it. Like the shit that it's not for me to read. It's like doctors can't. And the people who uh, peer review it, they don't get to read it. So they go to court and the FDA Pfizer, they petition to keep it sealed for 75 years. Like, like the JFK fucking shit that they just sealed again that they were supposed to release. So it's like a JFK secret. Why would that possibly be a thing for any reason that in any way benefits the people that are taking, that only benefits like Pfizer and them? So now they're releasing it and they have redactions, but you could still see it's fucked up. So he's talking about Aaron Rodgers. I mean, guys, what do you expect? The football player decided to do his own research. He's not going to make the right choice. And you're like, oh, I'm like, you think a professional football player doesn't know a million times better than you what the fuck goes in their fucking their money maker? I'm sure uh, he had I, only I, the I, best. I, I'm I'm gonna stop you there. I don't think I'm not putting football players on any pedestals of knowledge. Professional football players, <laughs> whatsoever. Dude, first of all, drug addicts who survive, and professional football players. I used to always joke about drug addicts like no first aid and shit. <laughs> like, like that's funny. Like they do, like they all know. So that's how you know about how, you know, it's funny. Like I used to be hooked on Oxycontin. In fact, I was coming off it when I went to China. That was when I was first put on Suboxone. Oh yeah. That's tough, man. Yeah. And um, so it's amazing what you find out about all the, th- like I never used to drink with it. It was like, that's what people do. It like kills your liver. Like I was like, all right, well, I'm not going to drink if I'm taking this shit. But yeah. Even then it starts to kill your liver, but they, the, um, Average knowledge, like, because what happens is there's like an arms race of taking it recreationally after this scumbag company inten- intentionally, not, oh, if only we had known. Just they, got like, the country hooked on it. They knew it was heroin. Like, that's what people, I, I don't know, I guess people saw a documentary, but they, it's intentional. It's not like mistakes were made. They go, oh, 
now we got to still sell this heroin now that we know it's slow release heroin or whatever oh by the way the woman who approved that shit is still there i was laughing like oh thank god thank god we got they got their act together in time for the vaccine so we can trust it and not have any (laughs) in fact be an asshole to even have a reservation about it that's the attitude and and i don't think people put together they don't have your interest at heart and it's weird because the same people that like that you know what i'm talking about like the, it's like a dem well i don't know you don't live here but it's like a democrat like how dare you even question this and it's like a way of getting ahead that's what ronnie chang was doing he was falling he was doing like a real like his joke i liked about how chinese parents think helping people is a side unfortunate side effect of being a doctor oh yeah that's a great bit yeah yeah so he's on he's dressed like fucking james bond in this new one with a white tuxedo bow tie and his hair's all like and he's just saying this arrogant i'm like wow you went full like Chinese, you know, you went like full. Uh, uh, who's telling me that Asian parents of the guy's white? They hope he's Jewish. Like, oh, you Jew, you, you are Jew, like <laughs> because that's they really love Jews for all the reasons people have bad stereotypes about Jews. <laughs> like, you know what? It's funny you say that because I, I actually was reading something recently about how the Russians convinced prior to the second world war conv- we're trying to convince the japanese that the jews controlled the world right and that, that they what were, the protocols was for to convince the japanese or is that for internal use they were trying to convince everyone um but they they tried to convince them that and you know there, there was the protocols the purpose of that was just to get everyone thinking the same way about this that they control the media and the banks and all that sort of stuff and the japanese takeaway was oh they must be a great ally like if they control the media and the banks, we should yes. work with them. Yeah, right. And and uh, it's true, actually. The Japanese, when the Japanese beat the Russian Navy in like 1905. Yeah, that was their big fucking, that's the only time I think a Western power got beat by the. And it was funded by uh, Jewish investment bankers in Wall Street who saw the Tsar as being anti-Semitic and wanted to like, you know, get one up on him. And so- the biggest haven for Jewish refugees during the Second World War was Shanghai. Oh, and wow, interesting. The, re- the reason it was allowed was because the Japanese controlled Shanghai and they wanted to do business with the rich Jewish businessmen that were there. And they were like, that's fine. You got to let the refugees camp out here. And they're like, well, great. We'll take your successful. <laughs> Well, yeah, people. I mean, the refugees weren't the powerful ones, but the but the, the fifth or sixth richest man in the world was living in Shanghai at that point, and he was a a a, a Jewish guy from Baghdad. Mm. Wow! It yeah, Shanghai was amazing when I went there. It really was reminded like the village, especially because oh, I thought you froze. They, it, I saw when I saw Joe's Pizza, I was like, get the fuck out of here now. I vaguely remember Joe's Pizza has a poster in New York that might say Shanghai on it, or they might have just maybe just taken the logo, <laughs> put it on. But I, I think that happens all the time, you know. And and also, you know, Michael Jordan had to sue, like they just stole his logo and his name and sold sports clothes like en masse in China, and he sued them a lot and lost. <laughs> they were like, "No, nah, it's a different Jordan." They played basketball. The the. The thing where uh, there's something also, um, I noticed when you got in a fight with that guy. So I just tell the story of running from the cops, you know, because uh, this is why I, I don't remember why you got in the dispute. There was like a, a, 
What's I had forgotten about it, but I remember it. You want me to tell you why it happened? Yeah, why did it happen? So we were staying in Hangzhou in the hotel and just across the road from the bar, and it was in kind of an apartment complex. And we ordered the car in, and the car drove through the boom gate to get into the sort of area downstairs. And I think we took five minutes to come down or something. Mm-hmm. And then the, the guy running the boom gate was like, I'm charging you money for parking in here. And I was like, this is ridiculous. So then I just lifted the boom gate up, which was like made of plastic. Yeah. And I saw, I didn't understand you guys were fighting. I was, yeah. a joke he was trying about to charge us money. He was trying to charge us money for being there. Well, you know, we're like, mate, we're staying at the hotel. Like you, was, you raise your voice, but you know, like, Australian, such a friendly accent. I thought maybe you were telling him a joke or something. You know, That's like, hilarious. Like, no That's worries. I thought, you, I thought you were just talking. So, you, know? I, you thought I was just like, knock, knock. Like, <laughs> and, then, and then I saw you like trying to break this plastic thing. I'm like, oh, they're fighting. And then like, this I is got a neck problem. pillow on. You, I'm in the car and you go, hey, we got to go. The cops are coming. And then I'm running with my wheelie bag. And then we went oh, like yeah, two yeah. blocks. You're like, all right, I think we're safe. Yeah. We went like a block and a half because they won't come after you. Well, I just figured, you know, you just never want to stick around when the cops coming in that in that country. Because you, if you're you, right, you're in the wrong. Are you the one that got hit by the scoot the uh, moped, and the cop hey. was like, like a guy uh, rode his moped into, or was that Turner? Somebody, I thought it was you. I got, you. I, got uh, I got pepper sprayed by someone in traffic on a on a scooter, um, just like. He 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 nearly ran over a bunch of people, and I was like, "Hey, fucking watch out, man! That was really dangerous." And then he followed me down the street and like pepper sprayed me while I was riding my scooter. Wow! Uh, and yeah, but the, we but the same situation with like the cops come. It just doesn't matter if you're white; you're in you're the, you're in the wrong. So you don't want to be around when they get there. Yeah, right. There's n- there's no way you're you're going to be able to make your case. Actually, there was one time when I was walking down the footpath. This is a true story. And a guy decided to go from the road onto the footpath at full speed. And he just ran into me. Like I was just on the footpath, the scooter on the road just drove up on the footpath and just hit me and like fucking knocked me down hard. And I was like, so pissed off. I was like, you know, smash my head on the ground and everything. That's what, yeah, and, right. That's what and I'm a cop, And a cop rocked up and I was like, I speak Chinese. I'm like, you know what? I'm totally in the right here. No question. You know, I was just going to explain to this cop. And I said to the cop, you know, this is what happened. This is what happened. The other guy didn't even say anything. And the cop turns around to the other guy and goes, how much do you want him to pay you? <laughs> and I was just like, I can't believe that just happened. Yeah, right. They don't have guns though, right? That's the thing. No, but I mean, I'm like, what am I going to do? You know? And do you know what I well, did? I, you can I, run from them. I thought. So I ran away. Yeah. <laughs> I just ran off. Cause I'm like, they're not going to catch me, you know? Um, and I ran and I hid in some bushes and I'm like squatting in bushes. And, and I realized as I was standing in the bushes that I was standing in human shit. Oh God. Someone had took a shit, took a shit in the bushes. I was like, this is not a good day. I've just ruined my shoes. And wow. <laughs> do you think San Francisco is like that because of the Chinese population? 
Oh my God. You know, no, San Francisco? I cannot, I cannot attach my name to that. You know how uh, they have a, an app? No, it's the obviously the junkies. Do you, do you, they have no, an yeah. app called Snapcrap that's very popular there. So you can avoid the human shits on the side. It's like a like a traffic of human shits app. And what, then, what what more do you need to know your city's in trouble when that's like an app that people would download? Oh, it's probably the most pop. I mean, it has a really nice little community. A bunch of people report on shits that they see. <laughs> do they like rank them? Well, like, I always joke like, them, like could, descriptions. Yeah, a lot they, of corn. <laughs> they probably uh, like you could use it to avoid or find a place to shit. It probably works for either. Yeah, it's useful to everyone. How do I get a clean shot at dirtying an area? You know, I don't want to be like shitting next to someone else's shit. Wow, that's a. uh, I forgot about that. You know what would be better than that app? Uh, Toilets. (laughs) (laughs) There's a bit of technology they could uh, implement. (laughs) How about you just shit in a toilet? If only we had some kind of app to fix this problem. (laughs) People don't have anywhere to shit. They're like, what, what, how do we solve this? I know, let's just avoid all the parts of the city. Dude, people have had the aqueducts are in ancient Rome. <laughs> the fucking what about the, the year zero BC, in fucking the first year of this millennia, people were shitting in running water. What are you doing? A high tech, <laughs> I have a high, I have a tech solution that will. <laughs> it, do you know, there's a, there's this story. It's, uh, I'm, about the the NASA invested in a pen. Yeah. Oh, they, the guy. Yeah. Wait. Who? You know about this? They could. The NASA wanted a pen that didn't require gravity for the ink to come out. Oh smooth. yeah. And Russia just had a pencil. And Russia were like, "Yeah, we have pencils." Yeah. Like it really is amazing. <laughs> it shows you like contract. That's why we're so in bed with China. Is like this third person contract. It really is amazing. The amount of like uh, turning it like. I mean, maybe this is what about ism too, but where I'm like, I can't really get worked up over Putin. Like I, I, I never, I know I'm supposed to fucking care about somehow Hillary lost because of Putin and not her own sucking to lose to fucking Donald Trump. It's not, it couldn't be that you suck. Right. Like I'm with you. Yeah. I'm with her. Yeah, so I mean, I don't know about any of that, but, but, but if I could just play one note on Putin, because my wife is Russian and I live with, you know, my mother-in-law is yeah, Russian. Please do. And and they are their lives are being ruined, you know, in Russia. Russia's life is so hard for Russians because of Putin. You know, he You mean has, as in with sanctions or or you mean his own crackdowns? I mean, the economy is a fucking disaster. Yeah, the sanctions fuck uh, uh, yeah. I mean, even before that, the economy was a disaster. The, the economy's been shit for yeah, right. it's been in decline since he took power in the 90s. Wasn't it that, okay, I mean, I'm sure that's true, by the way, not to doubt that anyway. I didn't know the whole, when I was a kid and the Soviet Union fell, and I remember my teachers were all in love, like, you know, your teachers kind of talk about shit. They were like, at the time, it was very popular to be like, oh, Boris Yeltsin, that guy's really working towards, I still remember my English teacher. What the fuck is I think a lot of people still feel that way. Yeah, he fucking was a drunk disaster. I didn't know. There's a, I think it's an old PJ O'Rourke book I read one time, but he was talking about how Boris Yeltsin, it's called Eat the Rich, and he goes all around the world, and he has like a chapter on like good communism, good socialism, bad socialism, good capitalism, bad capitalism, and he has yeah. country examples. Yeah. And um, so like Albania was like it, 
where everything's just a pyramid scheme, you know, like at worst, it's a pyramid scheme, <laughs> you yeah. know, like, and, and Albania when, when, so when all these places fell, I mean, much the way, I guess even Marxism is not supposed to be feudal directly to communism society. There's supposed to be capitalism goes that way on its own was Marx's idea. And so they're like, no, we could, we could microwave this. And then when we came after the fall, we're like, yeah, we can, my free market will fix that. So all these people had been getting like services and shit. And suddenly, and then they got vouchers or something from the government where you kind of, they all owned a piece. And then a few guys scammed everybody out of them. It was like a big scandal when people figured out, Meanwhile, like they've been using vodka to control the people for years. So there's all these people wake up in a hangover, like, wait a minute, like th- these guys just took over. So the whole oligarchs got set up and Yeltsin, there's one line I remember was so funny about how he was on his world tour and they would kind of have to cover up what a drunk he is. There's that famous video of Bill Clinton and him laughing. Bill Clinton's laughing because he can't believe this guy is so drunk. Yeah. And um, they said he got so drunk, he couldn't meet the president of Ireland. He goes, imagine being so Yeah, that's drunk. right. Oh man, the president of Ireland! Like that's a that's legendary. <laughs> that's that's such a fucking hilarious like stereotype cliche. You'd think you'd have to be too sober to meet the president of Ireland. I mean, yeah, he. Uh, the thing that I but so what I remember from the people fawning over him when I was a kid, and then finding that out is there's a lot of marketing because basically, hey, w- if you have a blanket idea like, hey, well, we I know it'll fix all your problems free trade. And then I'm going to bring my, my, uh, our companies and we're going to help you out with it. Then, and you know, that's how China, you were the first person to really tell me about how China does things compared to us. Everybody does debt slavery to colonize. That's how you do it now. You can't be invading openly, generally Putin, <laughs> you get people in debt and then you own their assets. And so China just doesn't blow them up and tell them they got to be a, whatever government or, you know, they like, so then but it's a more if, cost-effective way to invade a place without dealing yeah. with all the politics of it. Yeah. But, you know, the, I think the problem is, is that people can do good things and not be perfect. You know, the collapse of the USSR was unequivocally, I mean, there, you, you've got a pretty hard ca- case to make that that was no, a no, bad no, Not thing. the collapse. That part's, gr- listen, any kind of thing where you, you're not living under a goddamn secret police, the disaster part was, the much the way we rebuilt Iraq with like idiots that were friends of like the Bush fucking which they went to Bob Jones universe. You know, there's a lot of great writing from back then. This one guy was out there. He's, he was called the war nerd and he had great fucking interesting articles about this shit out there because basically all that debathification nonsense, a bunch of people had to be in the bath party to have jobs running things. And they weren't all, but they're like, no, we need to get every trace of this out. Well, those are the people that keep the lights on and, yeah. And fucking Lenin understood you had to have that shit, you know, or I guess maybe Trotsky. But anyway, they fucking uh, replaced them with people that didn't even speak any, any of the languages and were like religious right maniacs. And not even that they're so crazy. They just know nothings. And they have like a that's when you start hearing the shit about they might. You know what the problem is? They here's why the freedom isn't taking off. We predicted they don't have enough Thomas Jefferson's and George Washington's. Oh, is that a problem? There's a supply chain shortage of George Washington's and Thomas Jefferson's. That's that's probably what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Look, I mean, fuck, dude, these are complicated questions. And and I think that's the one the one reason Putin has been. So the, the biggest risk to any authoritarian government is civil unrest. Right. And yeah, it's all the truckers. Why, that's why they're so focused on the the narratives that are that take hold 
within well, the country. Do you notice though? The, here's the thing I notice the, that you're right. Like I think that exactly what you just said. Like especially here, the narratives were hilarious. Like one, if you're not violent and protesting, it really is the biggest threat. That's why, based on the freakouts, because hey, that's Gandhi's whole thing, fucking non-violent. And I, yeah, and the you see the, the like so. I 100% believe, especially here, I don't know if you know, during the George Floyd riots where they were leaving out helpful pallets of protest bricks that nobody knows who left these pallets of bricks. Who the fuck do you think left them? The fucking cops or government agency or whoever. This is how you get funding. Oh, you don't like us? Well, you're gonna, now, here's how that story played out. We're mostly only funding police now. <laughs> That's where That's most fair. of the funds will be going now. They yeah. love, this guy, Chris Hedges, I watched, who I like a lot. He's like, you, that. It's not supposed to be cathartic. You're supposed to get something done. And so they want you to pop off because that plays directly into a power structure's hands. Like if you're not like China where you you get to just fucking roll tanks over people, then you have to play that kind of, that's the like long game you play. You know, like you go, oh yeah, I think something could kick off. Look how bad, that's what we did in the sixties. I mean, it's like Putin saying the Nazis are in Eastern Donbass. It's like, yeah, they're there, but it's just like a, a, a tiny amount of well, people. Uh, yeah, but. That's the ones that are fucking down. See, the, here's how I found out about the Azov battalion and all that. I watched regular reports from a couple of years ago. So a couple of years ago, the same news agencies that are downplaying this were like, there's a problem with a growing neo-Nazi thing. And then you're like, oh, but Zelensky's Jew. Like, if you know Eastern Europe, I'm, my friend I have on from Romania, this guy V, he has a YouTube channel. Like, the way they think over there is so different than here. It's like you have... It, it, it's I would make it akin to the Aryan Brotherhood will work with the Mexicans in prison. Like you got to think of it more like that. It's very, very much a more. Uh, well, you fight with the army you got, not the army you want. That's how somebody from there would put it. And I'm sure that's what the Nazis there say about Zelensky. Well, you fight with the Jews you have. <laughs> you don't like. That's funny. Yeah. Like that's what it. So great news fans. Yo, Kratom, the best supporter of this show of the entire gas digital family, I would say. Just launched Yo Delta. That's right. They've got Delta 8. Now, this copy says this is news, but I've been telling you about it for many episodes, so this is old old copy, but you get the point. Delta 8, do you want to get high and you can't get weed for some got crazy reason? And, and now you have to take extra, but maybe you can get CBD. That's usually how like places do it now. This is like CBD, Delta 8, but it's the part they take out to not make you high. Only you could take this part to be high. It's pretty pretty simple. You, if you use Delta 8, I, I recommend a good brand because they are not created equal. That's my experience. And uh, Yo Delta makes some fine uh, Kratom at the Yo Kratom side of the uh, company. So I have no reason not to feel like it's going to be pretty great here. In fact, I think I got some that they sent me, the gummies, which... Uh, have been making, in case you're wondering, why is the quality of Kurt's podcast so low? Well, it's because Yo Delta's quality of Delta 8 is so high. Anyway, it's potent, and if you're living in a state where weed's illegal and you're constantly trying to get a hold of your source, and you gotta, you, all, you know the deal. Go to YoDelta.com and use promo code GAS, and you can get 25% off of your order of Delta 8 gummies and or vapes. I like the I, I would go with gummies is my preference uh, personally, but you could do whatever you want. I'm not I'm not the boss of you like your state that won't let you get weed. Yodelta.com. All right, back to the show.
the problem is these are comp. What you just said is exactly right. And I, I'm a hundred percent sick of having it presented to me in star Wars terms, my entire life about every goddamn thing is the light side versus the dark side of the force. I mean, literally that's been used as a thing, you know, Reagan famously, but Bush did his axis of evil and then whatever. They all have the same thing where like everything, there's a theme here. You're too stupid. We need to put this in pro wrestling terms to you. And the danger of that to me is then these narratives, like it becomes like disastrous. I'd be like, Oh, how did that happen? I guess the science changed. No, it didn't. You try to cover shit up. You ever read how they admire China, these fucking corporations? We need to get more on a China model. Like, that's what, that's what we're going to head towards here. Like, you need to see people believe the earth is flat and all that shit. Like, I, I love the what's the world coming to. Like, we're going into a dark age of anti-science and people. That, yeah, that's what happens in feudalism. <laughs> people, yeah. peasants believe peasant shit. Yeah, that's it's, interesting. Yeah, it's I, like not that. even, I don't believe in any communism versus capitalism now it's that's for the chumps that's like the chump story well can i ask you a question because i'm hearing a lot of about a lot of young people in america identifying as communists now and yeah well they identify as the 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 kind that actually win <laughs> like i'm well communists win but they're not really communists i mean communism that's right they don't you don't win that's why i laugh at uh it was this late stage capitalism i'm like you know late stage communism is horrible capitalism like even worse kind of capitalism the worst kind of capitalism yeah yeah like it, it, the i don't care about these like labels of the, basically i'm sick of the prepackaged solution that all it's just a repeating pattern like we're going to fix iraq we're going to get those bad bath people out of there we're going to get so then these people fall back and well it was complex no you you oversimplified it dickhead you didn't treat it like complex and now i'm supposed to treat it like it's complex now that you fucked up now I'm supposed to suddenly be nuanced when you were selling me this is Darth Vader and shit. There's where people. Yeah, over. I mean, there's a really good podcast that Gary Kasparov, and he's a really, really incisive uh, voice on Putin and has been since Putin's been in power. And he's basically saying that, like, you know, people are saying, oh, you know, this is about EU aggression. He was like, the EU is like the most toothless organization on the planet. The idea that Putin is threatened by the EU. What does by he mean EU? by toothless? They don't like here's they have what they no do. power. They have no ability to do anything. It's not there for gas. that. It's just like our no. government. Like the, no, no, no. People go like the government. government. You know, it's not a. It's not a country's government. A it's country's a trade. It's the trade. It's, it's the trade. It's like everything all, else. All they really have the power to do is coordinate buying gas. They are totally fucking powerless. The, well, the how idea do they do is, austerity to the fucking. You know, they they have the power to to make certain things, the whole, that whole Brexit thing at the time was a bunch of people like, and this was the argument again, I don't give a shit whether they Brexit or not, but it all, I keep seeing the repeating thing. If it comes down to, if you're like a world traveler, like I'm going to say elite in the sense of people feel of themselves like a global citizen. Yeah. And that's the fun, like, come on, we're trying to break that. And all these people that are left out of the fruits of that, which are most of the people they're constantly like, you need to compete with these other people. You suck. You're an idiot. Just do what we tell you. This is overwhelming message. And it's becoming ridiculous. Like it's, it's getting to a ridiculous point where it's, um, you know, I, like I said, one hand complaining, we're in a dark age. And then, well, you want to keep it that way. Cause you don't want to give out information. And then you want to pass little secret algorithms. And you know, that's what we have. We have, you see Elon Musk and by Twitter and they all freaked out. And yeah, sorry. on Jimmy's show, we covered 
the Washington Post of all places. This could be a terrible blow to democracy if he gets his free speech. Like, aren't you owned by a fucking billionaire? But they're all freaked out because that's a power thing. Like we we kind of have a good lockdown on what you can say on Twitter now. And it would be a disaster if other people were allowed to use it. And then fucking the Air, MBS, that Saudi Arabia guy weighs in because he owns a big chunk of Twitter and he didn't want it being bought. And I'm like, why is that? Is that do they have Twitter in Saudi Arabia? Interesting. Twitter's massive in Saudi Arabia. So that's why, because part of the clamping down secretly on free speech, uh, that's, that's why is I'm sure over there, there ain't no rainbow flags on the Twitter over there. And Twitter quietly puts that down while they, while they're all whatever. As a genuine question, uh, is that true? Do you know that's true? Or are you, or what, are you just that Saudi Arabia doesn't allow that shit? Yeah. Um, you know, I'd be curious to look that I up. I mean, I, it makes sense I, to me, but I, I just think I'll, I didn't look it up. I'm going to say, here's why I'm pausing because no, I didn't look it up, but that has to be true. How would Saudi Arabia allow Twitter? Why would they allow Twitter if? <laughs> well, did the reason they allow Twitter is, did you ever see that documentary, The Dissident? No. Oh my God, dude, you got to check it out. You, you would absolutely love it. It's, it's from the guy that made Icarus. Icarus is the Netflix documentary, which led to the Russians being banned from the Olympics. The Dissident is about Jamal uh, Khashoggi. The oh, journalist. the guy that they hacked up and yeah, right, 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 right. It's all about that. You, you got to check it out. It, it's, it's just fascinating. Documentary. So they allowed Twitter because of that? No, the, the insight that came out of that is that they are very effective at using that. They have farms of government workers sculpting narratives on Twitter. Yeah. What do you think we got? <laughs> what well, do you think? Well, I'm not saying they're, they're unique. No, I know. That, but, but because that's a, they have yeah. a, such an effective strategy for controlling how Twitter is, you know, what what trends they and track them with it. No, but they used it to cre- create to control narratives in the Arab world. Is that amazing that this was promised as a thing where we're all going to have whatever is and you could take down, but now it's a valuable tool of like whatever power structure. Yeah, well, that was the, the that was the, I think in the social dilemma that was that key like iconic quote where the guy was like, "We thought we were doing this great thing that could bring power to the people, and we didn't understand the other side of that coin when the powerful people learned how to use this as a sort of weapon." Yeah, right, and they also media. didn't understand they don't want people to have power; they have absolute contempt for regular people. So now the if you got to read this Robert fucking Robert Reich, he. Like, I mean, this article is unbelievable that he wrote about the danger of Elon Musk. And they're all so they all can't just openly say it can't be free speech, but they basically have to do one of those freedom is slavery arguments that it's just unbelievable. I'm like, do you hear what you're saying? Like, and so it's very obvious. So that guy, but I'm sure, dude, it's got to be that Twitter, if it's allowed in Saudi Arabia, if if it's even allowed there, that means like every other corporation that does foreign business in these countries, they have to do play by those rules. And because they don't have to say, have one standard for everyone, how you were saying at the outset about equal treatment, that's what's so scary about, you know, like, oh, do you want the state to control thing? No, I also don't want a corporation the size of a state to not only control me, but get to do arbitrary rules they don't even tell me about, which is how it is now. They don't have to tell you why they do anything. You never hear about Saudi Arabia. That's one that's always like quiet. And 
you know, China, you do hear about because there's enough of an interest where people are like mad, but still at the top levels, you know, every like Mitch McConnell has a, is, has a Chinese wife who's plugged into the government of China. He's a Republican. Yeah. Oh man. This is all by, that. That's why it's like for suckers to be Republican or Democrat loyally. Like you're, you're a chump. Like, what do you, Hulk, do you think Hulk Hogan really and the Iron Sheik really? Settled something in the ring? Like, is that what you I think? I thought they did, just for the record. <laughs> I'm just learning about this yeah, now. They wanted to destroy the, the Iron Shake's <laughs> knees are basically Baghdad. <laughs> That's great. They, they, just, they ravaged his knees. So, so I can't, when as soon as I see people get emotional about it, like, I'm like, you can't pretend you're like this, like the, that Ronnie Chang. That actually made me angry. And I really think Ronnie Chang's funny, but that, that arrogant. So th- there's some real basic thing with all this stuff where there's an arrogant, like, kind of class connected to these things. And they're like, we can't tell you certain things. And we have to tell you, there's always these, they call it nudges here. That's like the new buzzword of like, just giving people a nudge with like authoritarian things. And they're all fine with it. It don't matter who's in power. They all have. Yeah, but man, I mean, to play devil's advocate to that position, I would say a couple of things. First of all, there's plenty of justifiable positions that people have that they're upset about. And to just name a few, you know, Muhammad's dad died from COVID. I have three friends, Muhammad, the Muhammad Magdi, the Egyptian comedian in Shanghai. Oh, no shit. His His dad dad died died in in Egypt. You know, it was pretty horrific. And in in Egypt for vaccine, do they have it? The vaccine? I think they have uh, just a little bit of salt. They just (laughs) throw over their shoulder, you know, um, <laughs> they, uh, they, I think they pray. I think that's what they do. Did you um, get the initial wave or like Delta? It wasn't Omicron probably. It was Delta. I think from memory, it wasn't. Yeah, Omicron. Was, yeah. Um, and I, I know three different comics whose dads have died. Oh, COVID. dude, a bunch of people. I know, I know a bunch of few people who died. Jeff, the keyboard so, player at the store. Yeah. You know, so if, 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 if one of those guys turns around and has an emotive speech about, about vaccines, you know, there's like, this is a real life going on, you know, in the midst of these. Yeah, I don't care about that. Uh, that's the sure, thing that but, you would do. I'm just saying that like, there's that side to it. And and maybe it's not even that. Maybe they no, just. That's very real. And that's what is used by people who, and this is just by virtue of being in power. It, there's a degree of being a psychopath that is built into it because you've got to take a bunch of people and treat them like a block okay, yeah. and not give a shit about them on an individual. Or how would you even do any of the jobs? So there's a degree built in. Yeah. You got to be like, yeah. that. and yeah, every sure. society has a thing where like with of human sacrifice, like it still exists. We're like, you know, ancient times, how many people are thrown into the volcano to keep the fucking gods happy to keep this going. And then you pick a society picks who's the group that it's okay to not give a shit about now. And then what happens is it's not just, you don't give a shit about them. Then when it's convenient, you can pin all the fucking hatreds and angers you have about everything else onto this group. And, and then I, I, I know phony immediately because they're not arguing against this fucking thing. They're arguing, which a lot of leftists, by the way, I thought I hated all fucking leftists, by the way, for the Jimmy show. If you just free speech and I'll, 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 I'll hear you out. Number one, if you're not, I, I can't like, you, it's already like rotten from the core if you don't think free speech is a thing. But but when they they uh, they have to do this, basically it's if we do it, it's not bad. That's the one rule. And and here especially, it's all tied together with like the way it's like market and like you're a brand. Like 
I remember when I started comedy, they'd be like, what's your brand? They would ask you what your brand was. Hilarious. Like, I got to think about my fucking brand. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, I got into this to not have a logo. Yeah. Now, I'm an idiot sense. who doesn't understand business, by the way. That's why I didn't. But then it it shifted. By the time I met you, it was, you are a brand. Well, he's a brand. I'm like, yeah. I don't even, like a cow gets to still be a cow even after you brand it. Hilarious. Now, I'm not even the cow. And That's so funny. So, and, and at the same time, that's all this identity shit here or maybe the Western world. And that people can't react worse to that. It's bizarre that it gets pushed so much because you would think free market. It's not popular. Then you realize now the wealth disparity. I'm saying this is a person who's not into commie shit. The wealth disparity is so big. And I found this out from all the jobs I've been doing, working in podcasts and like very, they don't even have to make a profit. You don't capitalism doesn't enter to enter into it. It's all venture capital, almost everything here. So. Pod, like Lewis's channel, I'm on uh, Gas Digital. My friend out here, Alex, has a podcast channel. And I was like, who's like your competition of that? And he goes, well, just Lewis on the other coast. Everybody else <laughs> is investment money. Everybody else from investment money. So even in tech now, people, will, sometimes these companies accidentally make money and then they have to cook the books to look like they didn't. So they don't miss out on another round of investing. So you always hear about these projects like Quibi these stupid fucking things. You're like, this isn't going to work. And they don't work as because these people have so much extra money at this point that they can promote shit. So half of the shit that, that sucks here is trickle down Bill Gates shit from the Bill and Melinda Gates foundation, because they have been paying the press to focus their efforts on certain things. And it's not even so diabolical, like, and then we're going to make the kids gay. And what happens is the consultants, you hire consultants, the worst fucking humans on the planet consultants. And these motherfuckers have to keep making their usefulness, just like some bureaucrat class or China. Like you, you have to fill out a form of what jokes you're planning to tell. Ridiculous shit. These people, so we've, we do a little more Wild West. We don't have the culture ministry, right? We just have freelance roaming militias that try to get something going. And like, I, I kind of respected about China when I was there was like, there was a definite, like, it's not like you Twitter. You don't even know what you did. They, they don't have to tell you the rules they're like, Hey, don't say shit about China while you're here. I'm like, that's a yeah, really clear like, rule. yeah, but I think it's changed a bit. I mean, it's changed a lot ever since yeah. you were there. And, and whereas at the time, I think there was some pretty clear lines about what was okay. And what isn't now it's like, those lines don't exist anymore. Well, that thing you said, I, I, I think about what you just said about passing the law so that and maybe we'll enforce it at a time of our choosing. Yeah. That's, that's people try to establish that here in every possible way. And the biggest worms here, I, like, I mean, people I like have said they're not worms, but this is a wormy argument that someone's parroting at me. That makes me fucking sick. It would deprive a company. They could do what they want. So let me understand <laughs> you. One, you're arguing like, no, it's okay. We can get away with this censorship. Not that it's bad. And also you're on the side of a corporation that you, there's no constitution in it for you. You'd like that kind of power. And you think that can't be turned on you in a heartbeat. And then when it is, they're always shocked. So go against Saudi Arabia as a good liberal. Watch how quick your shit gets fucked with. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to like, I think one of the important problems in talking about any of this stuff and it might be kind of the issue you have with the way Ronnie talked about it is that it's just so important to have a level of humility and understand that, you can be wrong or that you don't know. It's not if you want to seat at the table. It's not. What, yeah. That's the, the sickening thing is 
that's that's now the flying your flag. I mean, people call it virtue signal, but you're flying the flag of who you're with. And and that's how these but I know so many of these people, the way they think of it is a girl's lunch table. So here's a good example. We did a story about the guy who started the Amazon union, uh, uh, Chris Smalls, this guy who his story is unbelievable. He's a black guy that they when COVID first started, he, you know, they're in the Pacific Northwest and it, a lot of Asian traffic in and out. So it directly got there first from China. In, in America. And so people were getting sick with it. And he, he basically was like a great employee is what he was. And he was, and, and he thought it was there and they ended up firing him and uh, all this crazy shit when they should have been like, Oh, you're a valued employee. So I saw his story first on something. And every time I'd see this guy, it was, there was none of this bullshit added on of anything else other than this thing about how they treat their workers there. Didn't bring in any other fucking, he's just on point. And it just sounded like a guy who works there who's trying to genuinely fix a thing. Then their union, they, cause it's very anti-union. I'm, I'm not even like unions are the greatest. Basically one forms cause you suck. If, if you suck enough, a union has to form. It's probably preferable. You don't need to get to that. Well, that's how everyone gets motivated to get behind it, which is what needs to happen, right? So watch how fast. Now this guy, Chris Mullins, he went on Tucker Carlson. He went on all these news channels to talk about because they won. It's scary. Starbucks is freaking out about a union forming. You're talking about Amazon getting their union. And, right? and they're trying to kill it. Amazon's trying to kill it. They're very, they have an internal like China app, like a communication app. I don't know who would be on that at work, but you know, the words bathroom and union, you can't use. That's very China have, of them. Have you ever seen the American, I think it's called the American Factory. Have you seen that documentary on Netflix? With the Chinese, uh, it was like it was like the insourcing from the candidate, kind of. I think I did see it. And they, they're thanking uh, the, the Chinese boss, the, these workers. They're like, I just want to thank you. And he's just standing there. Look, I think that's what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's basically a rich Chinese uh, investor buys like a car factory in Detroit or something. And it was just, I felt like it was with away from the politics of it all. It was like a good, I'm always curious in like real interactions between the East and West and how yeah, right. you start to, sorry, my, someone coming in here. Um, I, I probably have to jump off pretty soon. Oh yeah. Got, we were on for a bit. Wait, yeah, let me no, just tell you about right. Chris Smalls before I forget. So he yeah, went you on, do it. He Tucker Carlson. So Tucker Carlson, it's not a pro union guy. A- AOC basically, she's such a piece of shit. Like she ditched this group on the, on their, during their March. In fact, none of these supposedly progressive people supported them in any way because they're all corporate owned. And she went to the Met Gala with her tax, the rich dress, you know, that made the news. And um, I, I, I don't know. I don't really follow that kind of stuff, but well, this guy made it not, he, so Tucker's like, I mean, it's sad. He goes, well, it's not, it's not they all, he goes, they all do it. I don't want to, we don't have any will to it. We just need to get this done. The dude just stayed on point the whole time. So what happens? A uh, watched media matters, which is like a Clinton, fucking, some scumbag. We got all these like they they basically monitor political adversary media, like to be. So this guy po- tweets a, the guy from media matters. He goes, uh, "This isn't it." And everybody's like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" Like they just won the thing because he went on Tucker Carlson, and the guy's point was, "Yeah, that's important, or whatever." But Tucker Carlson's a bigot who spews hate every night, and. So it, this helps Tucker Carlson. So that's why you should like, this is how they think it does. This guy who's just trying to get some shit for these employees who are treated like sub robot conditions. Well, that doesn't matter. You're a fucking pawn. You like, don't you understand? You're going to be used by us or by them. Don't you want to be used by the lesser of two evil sides of history? 
Well, it comes back to your, uh, you, you, if you don't have the armor you want, you use the armor you have, right? Yeah, whether they want it or that's not. That's the only platform he can really get. I mean, Tucker Carlson, I, I think, is horrific. But His, but he gets more viewers than, in fact, yeah, all these viewers yeah. from CNN watch him now. This is what's hilarious, like, if you look at the actual ratings. So, anyway, this guy was so on point with it. And there's another thing at Plages. They all want to kill unions, Democrats and Republicans alike here. Like, they're, they, all their funding, that's why they have offices in D.C., all these companies, is to advocate. And then their internal memos leak. And you're like, what the fuck? And I certainly didn't have any idea how crazy it is. Like, I think of capitalism, like, I just get to fucking work and make a thing that I can have. <laughs> that's how the average moron thinks about it, which is what I am. I didn't know capitalism was invented by Marx. By the way, the term, it's like an insult Marx came up with for a free market, which is weird that we use it to this day. Like, but I don't have any feelings about it. Like it's sacred. And I, I just want like, don't forget any of these labels. Just like treat these people fairly. I don't even care that it's a union or not. Like just, you can't like have people peeing in bottles or have ambulances. You hear they had ambulances outside and where they're Southern shipping places because it was cheaper to have an ambulance outside all day for heat stroke than to run the air conditioning. Does that, I mean, it sounds. That's insane. wild. Yeah. But you know what? I was trying to kind of get to this before. And it's that I think that, you know, there's that old, I think from Churchill, the quote, like democracy is the worst form of government, but for all the rest. Right. And it's like, what is it about democracy that is a strength compared to the others? And it's this well, a, having it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's this idea that the people can have influence over if yes, not that's a great decisions, but the people that make the decisions, even if it's over a longer time frame. But I think there's another aspect which I think might even be more important. Yeah. Which is transparency. Yes. And it's like, yes, you can say it's that Twitter is not allowed to make unilateral decisions and all that sort of stuff. But but ultimately problems like that will arise. But with transparency there is blowback and the blowback is not inconsequential. Yeah, like right. Facebook fucked up a lot and it's been had its head fucking bashed in a lot and maybe yeah. it's still too powerful and maybe that's not enough, but, but there, there is a mechanism there. Well, you know, what's and, too powerful is people are allowed to talk to each other. <laughs> that's what's too powerful is in this article by Rob Regas. Then there will be the misinformation poisoning the minds am i five years old like in church don't listen to heavy metal it poisons the mind i'm an adult i i if someone tells me the earth is flat and it's not flat don't worry i, I i'll know when i read it yeah man but you're missing something deeper in it and it's there's like there's something addictive about conspiracies and if you look at the way people fall down the rabbit holes on on like i was in a doomsday yeah. cult it's let me tell you what it is the, here's how we sold our bullshit go because doesn't it seem like the world's about to end yeah would you like to know there's a hope for the future that's the whole pitch now yeah this is more than ever now there's more than ever because it's probably a great time to sell that god's going to wipe this out okay yeah so like i'm saying once you have feudalism where the the thing you just said having influence oh the people there the whole basic power that's why people talk about power so much like well you need to know about your power no but i meant facebook having too much power not the people well what he does is bribe them and then censor shit they tell him that, here's how he plays ball the power the democrat you need to camp down on this because we're losing because of, 
then they put out a bunch of misinformation, such as Russiagate. I don't know if you remember, we had this whole thing about Putin and Trump. And it yeah, no, I remember that. Yeah, it yeah. went fucking nowhere. And to this day, to this day, these fucking assholes will talk about QAnon. You motherfuckers still. Be- I don't mean you. <laughs> these people still believe they're like, no, but they did some kind of clue. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? It went nowhere. And because they got if you're watching the thing like I'll, I'll watch everybody's shit to get a clear picture. But if you I know a bunch of them, a bunch of my friends here. Pure, purely watch like a CNN or MSNBC. There's very few like, you know, you have to go somewhere else for where people only watch Fox News. Right. And and they'll but I can't believe people that I think of as smart do this. That's the shocking. Their intelligence has nothing to do with anything. No, but I agree with that. I, I think that but that's kind of what I'm getting at is that like there's something in the way that disinformation gets into people's heads that it's like anyone of any level of success can have a meth addiction mm-hmm. and anyone yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. Any level of intelligence or, or, you know, uh, analytical thinking can get sucked in by, you know, a, a rabbit hole of conspiratorial. But it's thinking. not, that's because it's the word of God convicts your heart and not your head. What's happening is, sure, I mean, that's, that, that's a, yeah, yeah I agree with that. I would have never left Jehovah witnesses. If you told me all about, the various obvious holes in the story that I had, I would have probably stiffened up. In fact, if you tried to say you can't spread your Jehovah's Witness, which happens in China, by the way, <laughs> you can't spread this disinformation. Because technically, if you want, once you make this disinformation category, you can start coming after all kinds of shit. And they, they're more and more they do until and nobody cares till they notice it finally. But I watch it from like video games all the way to like now everything. They like to Joe, they, I thought they somebody discovered oil inside of Joe Rogan with the level of government attacking him. But the guy's a podcast. He's not competing with the news. You're not, at, not you, <laughs> but they're not asking the question. Why do people trust a fucking jerk off podcaster more than me at the news? Well, because they can hear even a stupid person can hear when they're being lied to or condescended to, and they're more condescending than ever. So if people are worried, like I let Joe's witnesses, not because someone fucking told me information or whatever it the shit failed on its own for me it when it lets you down that's when you get out of it so that's how disillusioned people that used to hate tucker carlson watch him that are fucking democrats people are being let down so that's why you can't have the air like all that rah-rah bullshit you can have when i don't know so much of your dirty fucking laundry blissfully a state that i yearn to be in again (laughs) when i grew up in the original matrix and now I live in Matrix Resurrections, which I don't know if like their kids took over. Not as good a movie, let's be honest. It's just a moron can see through them now. And we're, and we're all, it feels like when I go to people have kids house and they're like, they make you be part of their Santa lie. They're like, you, like the kids there and like, because if he's good, Santa will come, right, Jason, to let you know, you got to be in on the Santa thing with me. I'm like, oh, all right, I guess I'll do your propaganda about Santa. <laughs> that's hilarious that's what they do with everything else so all the things about covid it wasn't that's why it wasn't about anything to do with science it was you know all the stupid people in the january 6th right and we can't take a chance just like the war on terror 9-11 changed everything right and that's why we got it and and we know where it all ends up at best taking your fucking shoes off at the airport at best and new versions of that which will be masks so you'll be uncovering your feet and covering <laughs> I got to make a shoe mask that you can convert 
I got to figure out how to hide my bomb in the face mask. That's that's the secret to getting terrorism. Do you know that guy that they caught, by the way? Um, because it doesn't do anything taking shoes off. He had visible fuses in these obvious bomb shoes. Just nobody looked at his feet, I guess, because he that's probably so had a robe on. So th- he had that like was a, the, yeah. he had like a stick of TNT sticking out the side of it. Yeah, yeah, it was like that. Looney if anybody just saw, like, hey, what kind of shoes? Are those? It's like a one of those like ball, black bowling ball bombs from Looney Tunes. He, he had Super Mario bomb shoes on. Yeah. <laughs> And then uh, the Parkland shooting, the famous one where we need to do something about guns. We, you know, like the, the nobody thought it would happen. Well, if you look into most of these stories, not only did they think it would happen, everybody knew the guy that was going to pop off. They reported yeah, to the police, that's, that's to the, the FBI. You know what the FBI was doing while this shit was going on? And the same Boston Marathon? There's at least, I've watched Chris Morris talk about it. He made a movie about it. There's at least 300 people that they rounded up. This is what FBI has done forever. These fake... Uh, like uh entrapment things that i don't i wasn't aware of this what you might think entrapment is their definition is real it's a real small one for them because they just have to prove you did something that quote is in your nature so it worked on mafia that's some uh minority report level shit it's it's, you nobody i didn't when i heard it i was like that can't be what's written down can it but of course it is i didn't pay attention who's paying attention unless that's their job and they're gonna make so (laughs) they make it so so I, I remember at the time, like 20, uh, 2010 or so, I looked up something like who, what's the most terrorism, right? Because this is when it was Islamophobia was the hot thing on the street. But if you look it up, the most common form of terrorism, according to the government reports, was eco-terrorism. I'm like, eco-terrorism? What is it, like 12 monkeys? Like, How often? I was going to say like uh, the, the, the Muslim dolphins or something. Yeah. Mo- <laughs> Are there Muslim dolphins? It's um, it's a, a mostly property crime, which they classified as terrorism, attacking a corporations as a, which I don't think they should you should do, but they, but they made it terrorism. A guy he just got in 2015, he finally like got acquitted, but basically the FBI and this is again outsourcing. They get a low life character to get the person to find these people that are terrorists, and what happens is they end up planning out the entire crime for the person. And they get these mental defectives that wouldn't do shit unless. So this guy is an eco terrorist that eventually got acquitted. But this woman basically flirted with him. He he, he was shy around girls, and she basically lured him with like set a like honeypot sex. situation. Yeah, but I don't think the FBI said to do it. I think they're paying these unscrupulous people who then do it. So she goes, "You should blow up the damn some." You know, I'm shortening it. And so then they withheld all this. The FBI, the FBI, they get funding when they get these. And they did with terrorists. There was these guys in Florida, these goofy black, like sub nation of Islam cult that all they were going to ride horses into Chicago with swords or some terror. A, a shady guy got caught, you know, some fucking Arab fucking international criminal guy gets caught and they go, you need to find these terrorists for us. So, so he goes in and he sets them up and then they get more funding. There's like 300 people that were not real terrorists. Same with the eco terrorist kid. And now, Yikes. okay, so. All the right wingers, and I wasn't right wing, but I was like, oh, yeah, well, Muslims are blowing shit up now, so they got to look into it. I didn't know about any of this. While they were doing these phony ones, the Boston Marathon happened, another one where people reported to the FBI <laughs> ahead of time because about getting funding. Right. Oh, yeah, dude, yeah. I got to go too. Shit. We would talk a lot. Dude, I was good to talk to you, man. I haven't seen you in a long time, so I'm uh, happy. It's fucking on. great to see you, man. I really, uh, it's really good to have a chat. It's what do you awesome. got to promote, by the way, just so before I forget? 
Oh, I, nothing, man. I'm, I'm nothing. Just check me out on social media at Andy Curtin on everything. That's all I got. Yeah. Um, yeah, dude, I, 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 that was a great trip. I'm glad I got to go before it got like weird. <laughs> I mean, it'll, it'll never happen again. It was that whole thing is done now and it'll never happen again. Wow. That's wild, dude. It's really crazy to think about. Cause I felt it was like a really like opportunity to just like see like a lot of shit, you know, until you go someplace, you don't It was, really it was like, it reminds me of like when people go to the Great Barrier Reef, they have these glass bottom boats. It's like you can get to see inside what's going on. Yeah, and right. It's a really interesting perspective across what's really happening. happening well, you can put yourself in like you, you, you told me about that thing where like you make these deals and you have to argue with people because it's not the same kind of what you might think it would be here comparatively. Yeah, and it's like I don't it's like, it's not, it's like nothing personal. It's just how this shit works. So you have that's to, a, like, that's the nature of interaction over there, you know? Yeah. And it's good to be like, I like being like one of the few of a, of a kind of person somewhere to see the, it's just, you get it. You, Cause it, it was almost like a funhouse mirror of shit where I totally recognized it. And then shit I didn't recognize, you know? Like, yeah, totally. Yeah. I think that's, that's a great description of it. All right. Let's talk again soon, man. Uh, uh, I was great talking. I appreciate it. Thanks for coming on, man. Yeah, dude. Take care. I'll speak to you soon. All right, later, Andy. Because I can't get right. Because I can't get right. Yeah. You're listening to Can't Get Right.